I love people, I love coaches, I love history. Uh, as far as injuries go, uh, Kels hypersent his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. Hey, Riley, great game last night, man. It was so exciting. Congratulations to you and all your teammates, but you know, Wesley Williams and the other linemen who were in the class, they said they prepared ahead and did it ahead of time, so why didn't the quarterback? So no way, man. No extension. This one's walloped to center field. Back on it to Veras, and she's gone! Third home run for Altuve! A blast to straightaway center field as Altuve goes deep for the third time in the ballgame. The 0-2 pitch to Encarnacion Strand. Swinging a bouncing ball through the right side base hit. Here comes De La Cruz the plate. Here comes the throw. Not in time. Reds win it 7-6. Love you, Ted. Um, I missed you Saturday. I know. Hour 3, Wednesday, September 6. T-Row in the morning show time. Working man. Wednesday, Toby and TJ back with you. All right, that uh, big uh, announcement or press conference or whatever they're having is starting right about now on this $1 billion Norman Entertainment District proposal. Can't wait to find out more information on this. I'm sure it'll be leaking out soon. Yeah, there'll be a lot more information coming up here in a little bit. I know there's going to be a website associated with it that you will be able to go to to get more information. There are going to be uh, a lot of people speaking at the event, I think, this morning. A lot of uh, well-known names from around the uh, Norman and surrounding areas, so hmm. should be hmm. uh, pretty big. Oh, that's maybe new. Let's see. Um, all right, we're expecting a call from Thailand. Uh, don't think we've ever had one uh, from Thailand on the show before, so uh, we'll see whether or not we can get that connection, too. Working on our buddy Newt Mitchell is down there doing some, doing some Newt Mitchell type things. So hopefully we can get him on the horn here soon. Um, I was, well, I want to talk to TJ about this when he gets back. So we'll see. TJ, yeah, no, it was just talk be on a bad connection. <laughs> it didn't help any. <laughs> Give me your college football blue bloods, like the bluest of the blue bloods. Well, the blue. <laughs> Who, who's in that? Who's in that group? Uh, for me, Alabama, correct. Michigan, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Notre Dame, USC. Oh, Notre Dame's in there. Um, USC, I don't respect as much as those others. Why? Because Lincoln Riley's there. No, I mean even before Lincoln got there, and and before the new 
uh, you know, Caleb Williams, new regime, all that. So I just, I've always put them just on the outside of that. I just always felt they are. They're a tremendous program, and they are the next one on that tier, I think, for me. But they've always just been on that next tier. But I don't have a problem with others that put them there. I just, there's something about them with me that I just don't respect them as much. Probably because they're out west. Hmm. I put them in. What do they got? Uh, eight Heisman's, if you count. Um, if you count, oh gosh. Reggie who's, Bush. Who's, Reggie Bush, thank you. Um, no, I don't have a problem with it. National I just, they've always just been on that next one for me. I don't know how many. It's hard to know in college football like how many legit national championships they have, but it's a bunch. I think they claim 11. So so those are the ones. Yeah, I mean, OU, no, Bama. Okay, so six. Yeah. No, I'm, five. I'm, You're not counting USC. I, I, but like I said, I'm fine if you put them in there. I'm not going to argue okay. to the death. Maybe, maybe you, not. So, Does yeah. anybody else deserve consideration? Nebraska? Um, Nebraska at one point was in the conversation. I don't think that they are any longer. Texas? Texas, no. <laughs> Sorry, that no. made me laugh. Uh. Miami, Florida State, nope. Clemson. Nope. nope. Anybody else in the Others SEC? Others can work LSU, their way in there. I think right. Clemson's Georgia. runs over. Their window's over with. Uh, Those are the five. Five yeah. or six. Uh, OU, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, and maybe USC in your mind. I think definitely USC in my mind. The school that I think OU, OU most um, resembles is Ohio State. In, like, success, in uh, kind of in a way in, like, location of what they've meant in their conference through the years. Um, I think I think those two schools and the history of those two schools, there's a lot of similarities. So my, I guess my kind of just following up on what we were talking about last hour. Pause. Pause, TJ. I'll get back to that in a second. This has we been uh, something. We've been having, having patched through on different phone lines by Gina here locally, so I Newt think this Mitchell, will work. Perhaps from Thailand joining us now. Good morning, Newt, or wherever, whatever time it is where you are. Hey, buddy. Hey, Newt. Where are you? I'm in Bangkok, Thailand. <laughs> All right, what are you doing in Bangkok, Thailand, Newt? I am on a trip, and I am at the world's largest gym show in uh, Bangkok, Thailand, and I'm buying gemstones for this for the for Norman America. <laughs> what time is it right now in Thailand? It's twelve hours difference. It's eight o'clock at night. Tom- uh, today or yesterday or tomorrow? I guess it would be today, right? You're ahead of us. Night. It's- it's eight o'clock tonight uh, to okay. uh, Wednesday night right now. Okay, and this is uh, colored gemstones. Is that right? This show? Yeah, like rubies and emeralds and sapphires and garnets and amethyst, all sorts of things. So you go to Belgium for diamonds, and this is uh, you're going for yeah. uh, uh, you're going to Thailand now for all of your uh, colored gemstones, the best in the world. Is that right? That's right. Well, yeah, my daughter got married, and uh, she's not playing ball in the 
uh, volleyball anymore in the fall, so I got plenty of time on my hands. And, and I said, <laughs> well, I'm going to chase this rabbit and see what happens. So it's been amazing so far. Have you ever been to this show before? Never, 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 never. What do you think uh, about Thailand? It's, uh, yeah. uh, it's very interesting. There's a lot of people here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's true. Riding, that's true. riding on motorcycles and everything. It's, it's, uh, you know, they got us pretty well set up for, to come to the show and stuff and taking care of us there. They got a shuttle for us from the hotel and, and stuff, so it's, it's nice. Did you find some good food over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just okay. had some uh, uh, stir-fried rice with some shrimp. Sounds good. So, now, wh- out of the deal too we're, we're encouraging people to, uh, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas is not too far away. Uh, maybe think uh, outside the box here a little bit, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to... We, we've got a lot of people that placed orders and wanted to buy stones, and, and we're getting them for them this, this week. But also, we will have a gym show uh, in a couple of weeks, the 22nd and 23rd, where they can come pick out their stone and, and uh, figure out what they want to do with it as far as making a ring, earrings, or pendant. And uh, uh, it's uh, going great. I mean, we've, we've had uh, uh, nothing but great response for people wanting to to get them a, a, a ruby or an emerald or something different besides a diamond. If you're listening right now and you say, oh, man, I wish I knew about this. I'd love for Newt to look for me something. Call the store today, 405-360-2515, and they'll get a message to him, and uh, he can specifically I can find get exactly. I can get it up to Thursday night. All right, uh, very good. Four zero five three six zero twenty five fifteen. Is Ryan over there with you? Yeah. yeah, Ryan's with me right now too. All right, keep so a close eye him on him. him. I'm keeping an eye on him, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you a pair of ruby earrings. To give your wife for uh, Christmas. Ooh. So I, I'll get you fixed up too. Buddy. I like that idea a lot, uh, TJ. You've seen uh, was it Hangover two or three yeah, that was TJ, in Thailand? Little crimson, crimson <laughs> red. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Newt, I like yeah. that idea a lot. Thank you very much. She'll love that. Yeah. You're All right, so care of, man. Appreciate that. Newt and Ryan over in uh, Bangkok, Thailand right now at the world's largest colored gemstone show. And uh, they're going to be having a show coming up here, showing what they brought back on the 22nd and 23rd if you want to take a look. Anything special you want them to look for, go to 405 or call 405-360-2515. They'll get a message to Newt, and uh, he'll bring you back exactly what you want. Newt, always great talking to you, bud. Right. Be safe over there for Pete's sake. All right. Appreciate you guys. Go Sooners. Thanks, Newt. Unbelievable, the reach of our show, TJ. Unbelievable. Yeah, that Bangkok. was. Bangkok. Ever been to Thailand, Teach? Uh, no. No. Yeah, neither have I. It's, Do you have any desire those... of going to Thailand? No. No. Yeah, it's always one of those places I feel like if I win, I would disappear. Yeah, you'd get lost. So <laughs> I knew exactly. Uh, you know how you get to know some of our callers so well, especially the ones that have been with us for decades, that I knew exactly, exactly when we went live to Thailand what text I was about to get from one of our callers, TJ. It was just a matter of, and then, bam, right in the middle of the interview, it popped up. 
Who was um, that and what was that? Well, it was Bob from Cement, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't, need to, we don't need to know any more information. Consistency, TJ, is consistent. So, Okay, back to what I was saying. I think Oklahoma and Ohio State have a lot of similarities. So imagine Ohio State's going to the SEC. Right. Okay. Imagine Ohio State's going to the SEC. The, the, the conference realignment worked out differently. Ohio State and Michigan said, we're out, we're going to the SEC. Not that far-fetched. Not that different from OU and Texas, necessarily. But let's say it was Ohio State. Ohio State worrying about, man, I hope our, I hope our tailgating impresses the SEC. I, I hope our X, Y, or Z, I hope those guys like us. Dude, you're Ohio State. You're Ohio State. You got nothing to impress anybody with. It's already done. The impressing is already done. The Heismans, the national championships, the dotting of the I, the everything. You're Ohio State, man. Yeah, but what if they don't like uh, the way that, uh, you know, our food tastes uh, on Wednesdays when it's 6, 6 to 6.30 p.m. or something like that? we got to impress everyone. That's a small way. You're Ohio State, man. That's the way I feel. about. That's the way we should feel about Oklahoma. They're lucky to get us. The SEC's lucky to get Oklahoma. What a coup this is for the SEC. I they have added, that. they have added, of all of those six teams you mentioned, you know how many are in the SEC right now? You mentioned five, I mentioned six. One. Alabama. That's it. We're giving them a second. That's true. Now, that is exactly true. Historically, you're giving them a second. Yeah. So puff out your chest. That's all I'm saying. Quit worrying about impressing everybody so much. Puff out your chest. Be Oklahoma. Be proud of who you are. Realize who you are. I think part of the problem is recent history. They haven't fared well in the playoffs, and they haven't won a title in uh, almost, you know, 25 years. Yeah. So I think they're a little uh, a little shy right now. They don't want to puff out their chest too much. But I get what you're saying. All time, historically, they're Alabama. All-time historically, and let's be honest, even in the last 25 years, even though they haven't won the big prize, they've, they've been maybe the third winningest more program More success in than the majority of programs, football. right, yes. Yeah, like third or fourth most wins, what, third or fourth most college football playoff appearances, all the conference titles. We've done a lot of winning around here. Then We need another national championship. I got you. It's been too long. But still, that doesn't mean they're not OU. So, anyway, there's my pep talk today. 8.17 in the morning, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Wednesday morning, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Stone from the shotgun to throw. Slides a little left, has a ton of time, lobs this one down the middle of the field, looking for R.J. Maryland, goes up and stags it. Touchdown, Mustangs. Rich Phillips on the call, SMU Radio Network. 
Sooners and Mustangs coming up Saturday night on Owen Field, and we are joined now by the play-by-play voice of the Mustangs, Rich Phillips. Rich, good morning, my friend. How are you today? I'm good, Toby. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a fun one. A couple of high-powered offenses colliding on Saturday. Sure is, and been a long time coming, too, I guess, since, what, the 90s, since these two schools have seen each other. And uh, I actually have only been there one time at OU for a North Texas game when I was working on their radio crew about 25 years ago. So I'm definitely looking forward to Saturday. Give me your impression, your takeaway on the Game 1 performance from SMU. Well, I will say, you know, and, and oh, you're probably saying the same thing. I don't know how much of a read you can get from that game one. Uh, SMU put up 31 first-half points, and they pretty much took their foot off the gas and decided they weren't putting anything on film in the second half for Oklahoma to look at. They were pretty vanilla after that. But it's your first game with your new starting quarterback, Preston Stone, who you just played that highlight from, who's taken over for the former Senator Tanner Mordecai. And, he did his job. He went about his business. He ran the team. He was in control. And uh, certainly for the first half, they looked like a pretty uh, well-oiled machine for game one. So it gives a lot of encouragement going forward from here. Preston Stone, 23 of 37 for 248, three touchdowns. Uh, tell us a little more about Preston, the young man, and then the style of quarterback we're going to see on Saturday. Well, the young man is, is kind of – something we don't see these days in college athletics a lot because he's weighted. He was the highest-rated recruit in the program history for SMU after winning a couple of state titles in high school, and he sat for two years behind Mordecai and waited for his turn, Uh, got one start last year because of injury, and then got hurt himself in that game after playing pretty well. Uh, But he's really level-headed. I got to talk to him last week before the game just to see where he's at because this is what he'd been waiting to do was to start a quarterback at SMU and was not overwhelmed by the situation. All the players really feel like he's in control too. As far as what style of player he is, really nice arm. He also can hurt you on the move, either running the football or running and throwing. He really has a lot of mobility in the pocket something they didn't have for the last couple of years with Mordecai, that they're able to move him about a little bit. He's able to scramble and extend plays. So really has a chance to be an exciting quarterback for SMU. Well, the skill position talent here, both at wide receiver and certainly at running back, is what jumps off the page to me. And a lot of this um, is, you know, the transfer portal right in, right? Certainly at running back, it was uh, on Saturday with uh, Jalen Knighton, who came from Miami, where head coach Rhett Lashley was the offense coordinator for two years before coming back to the Hilltop. And then uh, L.J. Johnson, who was the number two back, he's an A&M transfer. He had the big run 60-some yards late in the first half that kind of flipped the field for a late touchdown before halftime. They uh, were a really nice combination, two different players, Knighton, more of the, the smaller, fast running back, Johnson a bit bigger and compounded up the middle and then at wide receiver you know the the first group are guys that while a couple of them are actually all three of them are transfers they were transfers here prior to this season uh, jordan curley jake bailey is a slot receiver and uh, moochie dixon their other starting receiver and then the backups are a lot of transfers including the, the big 67 yard touchdown that went to jordan hudson who uh smu fans are kind of happy that they flipped him from tcu after last season to come nice. over to smu Anytime you can take one away from those guys, it feels extra. No doubt. Uh, Defense only allowed 28 yards rushing. That's impressive. Uh, What are your expectations on that side of the ball? 
Well, they certainly did help out their rushing against numbers with six or I think maybe officially seven sacks they had of uh, the La Tech quarterback. That definitely piled up the negative rushing yardage. Uh, they're really deep on the defensive line. Definitely have two full uh, four-man fronts they will play and possibly as many as three across on the defensive line. One of them, the former Sooner there, Corey Roberson, who had a pick six as a defensive mm-hmm. tackle Saturday against La Tech. Uh, their two linebackers are both transfers, one from Temple and uh, one from Liberty, and both guys who played a ton of football at their schools. And then where they really made a, a huge difference in this year's team, I think, over last year was the two corners they have brought in. Uh, Charles Woods, who came from uh, Virginia or West Virginia, I forget which one he transferred from. we got a few transfers. It's hard to keep up, you know. And then, <laughs> it's all uh, the same. Somewhere the over there on the East Coast. It doesn't matter. Somewhere. And then Chris Meganson, a, a Liberty transfer, who came in, and they were the starting corners this past week and will be this week. And that's where they were really lacking the last several years was not being able to defend man up on the edge. And I think they have that ability now this year that could make a difference for their defense. If there is a worry, if if there's a concern either going into the year or coming out of week one for this team, where would that be? Uh, you know, while we talked a lot about their depth at wide receiver, we still have no idea who is the guy. You know, last year they had Rasheed Rice, who led the nation in receiving yards and was a second-round pick of the Chiefs. And they don't have a guy that you can point to at wide receiver yet, I don't think. Um, I think they're better on their offensive line, but a lot better on their offensive line. But, like often is the case, especially for teams in the American and Mountain West and whatnot, they don't have the depth on that offensive line. So you start getting a couple guys dinged up things can drastically change there. Those are probably a couple of the biggest worries. Um, and, you know, if those are your worries, then the season started off pretty well, I think, if you're just worried about who's the guy at one spot and where your depth is at another. Big picture question. Of course, uh, the news of the last couple of weeks has been that, that SMU is on the move, headed to the ACC next year. An amazing coup that SMU has pulled off here. This is I, I would imagine it is nothing but excitement around there, right? I would say it's the biggest news since the death penalty hit in 1987. And finally, it's the right news, too. (laughs) There just just hadn't been, you know, uh, just a few years after SMU came back to football in 89, of course, the Southwest Conference broke up and teams went their separate ways. SMU got left out on the Big 12, and they've kind of been wandering around through conferences with the Western Athletic Conference, Conference USA, now the American, each one better than the previous but uh, none of them compared to going to the ACC. And uh, in the current state of the ACC will be in next season, I mean, definitely one of the top top three conferences, four conferences in the country, and a massive step up for SMU. Taking a big commitment from donors and the like on uh, SMU's part, but uh, it was uh, quite a day Friday to get that news that it was going to finally happen for the Mustangs. Is there any talk about, all right, we got a year here to kind of, get our act together, and I have no idea what the SMU facilities are like. I don't think we've played SMU in anything in my time here, but is there any talk about we got to get you know some things fixed or in order before next year around there? We're in the process on the football stadium right now. Uh, it started back at the first of this year. They're building the Gary Weber End Zone Complex, which is a new $100-plus million facility that will have luxury seating. It will have all the football facilities, the offices, the weight room, the, the training room, the locker room for the team. So that's being added to the stadium right now. It won't be done till next season. So uh, that construction project is ongoing during the season. 
as far as the other facilities, everything has been done in recent years. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe the older one is Moody Coliseum, which was remodeled and reopened in 2014, but they've got a new swimming and diving facility, new tennis complex that's state-of-the-art, and uh, places that, you know, in the American, they've been the host for conference events because the facilities have been so good. So they're really in pretty good shape once they get the stadium project finished for next season. Very cool. I think it's uh, it's kind of the story of the real. I mean, there's been some bigger name schools that have been on the move, but for SMU to find their way into a Power Five uh, or Power Four, as it's about to be, yeah, a tremendous job pulling that off. Five o'clock Saturday night. Rich Phillips will be on the call for the SMU Radio Network. Sooners and Mustangs should be a fun one. Rich, thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you on down the line. Okay, look forward to it. Thanks. See you, man. Um, yeah, he mentioned the O-line there. I do think that, I do think, I mentioned this a couple of times, the trenches is where OU can and should have some success here. They got legit uh, skill positions. Quarterback, running backs, A&M and a Miami dude. Wideouts can go get it. Some playmakers on defense. And not that they don't have some talent on the lines, but they don't have Oklahoma talent on the lines. Or at least OU better push them around, or this is going to be a tight game. But I think if they do, if Oklahoma can move them, you know, both offensively and defensively, then you're going to see them make Preston Stone uncomfortable, maybe throw it to the wrong team a time or two. You're going to see Oklahoma, I think, a, a little more creative in the run game try to enforce their will a little bit on them there. So a lot more strategy and game planning and intrigue going into this Saturday than last Saturday. I think that's what makes it fun. 8.33 in the morning, you know, Teeds, they are listening not only in Thailand today, but all over the United States. I concentrated on the West Coast yesterday. Right. East Coast today, right now, listening to the ref in Boston. In Meridian, Connecticut, New York City, lots of people in New York City, Long Valley, New Jersey, several listeners in Washington, D.C., Ashburn, Virginia on the East Coast, Richmond, Virginia, Wendell, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida. I can only assume that's good old JR, right? It's got to be. Port St. Lucie, Florida, Jupiter, Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida. Thanks to all our listeners on the East Coast. Who's our sponsor there, The Ref Army Locator, brought to you by Affordable Door Company, your full-service garage company, 405-635-9499. Proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners and the Ref, residential, commercial, service and repair, garage door openers. They do it all at Affordable Door Company. We got Ref Army on both coasts, TJ. We're protecting both flanks. We're ready on the Atlantic as well. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm uh, going to preach about one more thing, and then I'm going to apologize. Preach! Some of Man, us got to think. Good. Some of us got to think bigger. Some of us are stuck in 1970 or 1950 or wherever, and an exciting new world is about to open to us at the University of Oklahoma and in Norman, the SEC. 
an opportunity not only for great football, but for a economic, social revitalization of the city and perhaps even the state. That's how much OU means to the state of Oklahoma, but certainly the city of Norman. I don't. I haven't read all the details of what this proposal is. I don't know exactly what to get behind or not to get behind here. But um, some of us got to get out of our own way and start getting with it before the train moves by. Literally, the train moves by. All right. Now here's the apology, Teach. I've been really unsufferable to listen to today. Man, insufferable. I've been preachy. Been... I've been irritable. I've been yelling at people. I apologize. This has been a terrible show by me today. I I have no idea why anybody would have sat through this because you can't help but being feel like feel like you've been yelled at for three hours today. So I'm sorry about that. I'll try to be better tomorrow. I don't like myself right now. And I'm going to spend the rest of the day working on making me better. It started off mean with me playing uh, Jose uh, Chituve uh, highlights. Yeah. Yeah. From the get-go, I've been awful today. I can make people feel better. You know what it is? It's four days, eight hours, 24 minutes, and 30 seconds until kickoff. That brought to you by Chick-fil-A, 12th and Alameda right here in Norman. If you need... To uh, blow up your tailgate. Have the greatest tailgate that there is. Party at your house. Watch party. Whatever it is. Perhaps you just want to tray for Sunday because you crave it on Sundays. That's Chick-fil-A 12th and Alameda. They sponsor our countdown clock and they can help you with your tailgate. 405-310-3189. See, don't you feel better already? No. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you now. I don't think you got that right. What did, what did I get wrong? How many? Tell me again. How far away? Uh, if I got this wrong, it's because Plank did the clock wrong. Four days, eight no, hours. No, it's three days. It's three days and eight hours. Is it a Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, Plank, your clock's wrong. Three days, eight hours, twenty-three minutes, and forty-five. Plank, right. come on, how Plank. How is it to count? Oh, Plank, you just blew the countdown clock. What are you doing? Merry Christmas. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. Think bigger. <laughs> Dream bigger. <laughs> Oh, but I like it the way I it was in 1970. I can't get it on plank too bad. I sat there Monday morning trying to Hamlet. figure out how to set this dang clock, and I was like, I, I'm done. I, I just want, threw the I, controller I, I down. I don't want anything to improve. <laughs> I don't want anything to ever be better. I wanted to sit on my porch and dream about black and white television and, and just, oh, my gosh. There I go preaching again. There goes the guy preaching again that loves nothing more than a black and white rerun of the Andy Griffith show. I do love Andy Griffith so much. And Mr. Ed, we were talking about him earlier this week. All right. I vow to you to be a nicer, gentler radio show host tomorrow, okay? I'm giving myself an F on today's show. Insufferable. Read me some text messages, TJ. I hope they're coming after me. I deserve it. Toby, you're a loser. No, that's not what it says. I'm joking. That's from you, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Kippelmeyer Chevrolet uh, text line. Toby, drop and give us 20 push-ups. I'll have to do it during the break because I'd be out of breath if I tried to do it in the middle of a segment. Speaking of uh, uh, getting out of 1950, Michigan is in a blue blood. Hmm. They are in a big window here that I think it's the winningest football program of all time. 
only two or three national championships works against them, right? Um, not. I don't think they've got a ton of Heisman's. They claim, they claim eleven. You can't see. That's what makes football so stupid. Is you, there's no way to really know. I guess there is a way. Uh, they have gone to the last two college football playoffs. Um, they claim eleven national championships, three Heisman's. I don't know, man. I think Michigan's a blue blood. I think they are too. They need to win a title. Sometime they feel too, like but a so blue does blood. Oklahoma. So they, they, Michigan feels like a blue blood to me. Like they are old school, rich money college football. Right. Uh, yes. No. Completely agree. Okay. Uh, OU architect, of course, loves Bangkok. His son was born there. Of course, he was. Of course, he was. Yeah. You know, I saw OU architect at uh, the brown bag on Friday at Teddy's remote. Oh yeah. Yeah. How's the brown bag? Uh, it's delicious. I've uh, I've had it uh once. What'd you get? I had a bacon cheeseburger, onion rings, and then uh, I had tried the fries because Bronx had gotten the. Fr- I went with onion rings. Bronx went with fries. So. Uh, the bacon cheeseburger was really good. How much weight have you gained in the last two weeks? Um, if I'm being honest, over the last couple of weeks, uh, anywhere from uh, 9 to 10 pounds, somewhere in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. I, I mentioned this to my wife and said, I'm about to go on a strict diet, portion control. But cake, first, cake, I've, cake, but first I've got to get the cake out of the house, okay? Yeah. I've, I've, I can't waste it. How much more we got? I bet I've got... Probably the rest of this week, and we'll be through the cake. The lemon's gone. Cheesecake's probably half hey, gone. Hey, Luann, your cake went first. Well, we only took a portion of it home because everybody ate it here, and then she oh, took okay. some. And so, anyway, but probably a week's worth left. Maybe right. not that much, but yeah, yeah. I've got to get through live the it cake. Up. You're 50 now. You don't got that much longer anyway, <sighs> so just live it up. Live it up. <sighs> My pants are too tight now. What else um, you got on the text line? Sugar Shane, text, uh, t- uh, picks are tomorrow. Stop it, people. Oh. How hard is this? Mm. You, this is why you're in a grumpy mood, and I'm getting there, too. Uh, USC's history is a lot like Texas. Short flashes of great strength and long stretches of mediocrity. I agree with that. That's why I don't oh, put them gosh, quite in on. that tier. USC is Plus, way better Plus, they than have Texas. a murderer. Allegedly. You think I could put OJ on that top tier? No. Top tier of alleged murderers. Um, okay, I'm just going to look at AP National Championships. I shouldn't uh, get on to USC. They've had a couple recently. Five. So. Yeah, 03 and 04. So, Bama 12. This is just AP, which is kind of what we recognize around here. Bama 12, Notre Dame 8, OU 7, Ohio State, USC, and Miami 5. Miami's Miami's got got 5? All from 83 to 01. That's amazing. Nebraska, Minnesota 4, Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Florida, Florida State, Texas 3. Michigan's only got 2. That was the the Texas point. Yeah, they only got 2, and they've only got 3 Heisman winners. Voted them out. We're down to five. I'm going Bama, Notre Dame, OU, Ohio State. And who am I leaving out? Alabama, Notre Dame, OU, Ohio State, USC. Those are my five. USC's got five titles, eight Heismans. Come on. I'm probably being too hard on them. And they've won 
Get off fans. my back. Jeez, all you've done is yelled at me today. I'm not talking to you. I'm I'm kind of talking to the listener that compared him to Texas. Like, USC's got a much prouder tradition than Texas. Oh, yeah, no, without a doubt, yeah. Texas, sorry, you don't even belong in that conversation. Michigan just got voted out of the Blue Blood house. Ouch. They're out of the Nissan house. (laughs) (laughs) One more. Our Blue Blood house brought to you by Nissan. (laughs) Power up at Nissan today. Uh... Aranda is not a good coach when he's not coaching rules players. Hey, you better watch your mouth, Texter. Wow, he's coming right after your boy. You know what I do every time I go into the office? I look at my picture, my autographed uh, picture, picture and say, sup, Dave. Like you do in a hotel room, I say, sup, Dave. Look at you. Look at you, Dave. (laughs) Man, look at that confetti. You are looking good. Lean, mean coaching machine. Toby, I need some help. All right. My third grade son plays football at 3 p.m. on Saturday in Tulsa. We'll be done by 4. What would you do? Show up late, 6.30-ish, and cheer on the Sooners in person or sell your tickets and pray for more night games. Help a girl out having major FOMO. Son is QB1 and can't skip his own game. We are incredibly loud and supportive. Cheers. Boomer. This is a mom. Mom, yes. Well... I mean, he's QB1 in third grade. I mean, Here's the two I... options as I see it. One, remove the kid from football immediately. <laughs> he's playing in a, in a league that is going to put a, a game that close up against an OU game. It doesn't deserve to be in it. Two, and this is probably more realistic here, fake an illness. Wish I could go to your game, son. Just not feeling well today. I don't want to get anybody else sick. Good luck to you. We'll be rooting hey, from you. Apparently from COVID's a, back. From a distance. Can't, you can't make it. Then you sneak off to the OU game. That's probably the right answer there. Now go to your kids' game. I mean, come on. Go to your go to your kids' games. If you can make it by more... 6.30-ish, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, you're not going to miss a, much. It is a third-grade football game, though. Let's be honest. But still, it's your child. I guess you probably love him a lot. Go to your kid's game. If that was my kid, you'd be yelling at me that my kid has a game on game day. You're being all nice here now. I'm mad that they – but this is not the city of Norman. This kid's a big-time player who's playing in Tulsa. This is a road game. <laughs> Somebody else is playing this game. <laughs> I'm shocked time, it's not in Norman. Big-time third-grade road game. If it was in Norman, it would be a 5 o'clock kick. Promise you. Well, what can we do to make it the least convenient possible for OU? We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for the crossover with Toby Rowland. T.J. Perry and Chris Plank, brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, T.J. Perry, and Chris Plank. All right, final segment, we call it the crossover. We bring in at Plank Show now. Oh, thank God you're here, Chris. I got to get out of here today. I, I, <laughs> What's I've wrong? Been, 
I've just been an I've been an awful radio show host today. I've been yelling at everybody all day. I've been uh, I don't know it's what's Wednesday, going on. Man. Insufferable is the word that comes to mind. It's today. Wednesday. Yeah. There's nothing I redeeming hate about a Wednesday day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I every single day is ahead of Wednesday on the depth chart. Every single day, That's even right. Monday, because now you got Monday night football. So Agreed. it kind of moves up maybe a slot. But yeah. Ah, no way. And by the way, I do want to take responsibility for the countdown clock, though. I don't know how that happened. I'm not even kidding because when I left here, we have a we listener. Fixed now. Yeah. yeah, we fixed it. We have a listener, T Row. Countdown clock, by the way, brought to you by Chick fil A, 12th and Alameda. Uh, we have a listener to Plank Show that if the countdown clock is even a minute off, I get the I get the text. So I am extra, extra careful. And I think what happened is uh, either A, I keep thinking the game is on the 10th, or B, Whenever I made it 804 days yesterday, I must have hit one button too many <laughs> to try to move things around. So I'll take full responsibility. Yeah, we, got a, uh, we got a dreaded uh, 02 kickoff. I know. Saturday we don't get too. to play too much of the pregame there. Yeah, We're going to have to really tighten up the pregame to get an 02 playoff, which uh, that you know that's that's not going to be easy. Either. We'll be good. I can say less. Kickoff. kickoff. We can we we can get through it. I am excited. Not, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not worried about you. I, you know, I want to. I want to start spreading this word more and more. I want to start getting this out there more and more. I think the fans being around the stage is so awesome, oh, and yeah, we great. need it's to continue up, to build. This is something that started. Gosh, Toby, I want to say like two years ago, right? Uh, yeah. And and I guess people care what uh, like Teddy and Gabe have to say. So they'll stop there and they'll listen to us and We're getting a crowd it's now. really cool. It's they put pretty a pretty similar to ESPN game day size. Crowd. Oh yeah. Now we just need some signs. You can bring signs and hold them up, right? I think that would be next as far as that's concerned. But it's it's Never really seen become you cool. over there, Teach, supporting the show. I've been over there. I've been I've over seen, there. I've seen Plank before yeah. over there, yeah. In fact, I stopped and hugged him. That's right. Right yeah. in the middle of everybody. I didn't care. I just hugged him. I should say I've never seen you in my seven-minute window that I'm in. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the one not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I'm going to go back to bed and see if I can get my act together today. Chris, have a good show. Toby, have an awesome Wednesday. Thank you to Rich Phillips, voice of the SMU Mustangs, for joining us today. You fine folks for just bearing with me. We'll try to do better tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.